your kids are just being exposed to more and more things. So those always conversations actually probably need to happen younger and younger. Um, welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Steven, and this is my friend Josh Lewis, and we're here with our live audience today. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Um, Glad you could make it to the first ever live recording of the Couch Time Podcast. So, you know, if you hear anything good, you know, just give us a couple shout amens or whatever, and hopefully... I'm pretty sure we've, like, tripled our our live audience since last week. What is this, like? 10,000 people, know, something like that. So crazy. we're glad that you guys are here. Hopefully we've provided some insightful, um, you know, little little topics from the book Engaging Your Teen's World by David Eden and Jeremiah Callahan with Alan Briggs, which that confuses me. First question, Josh. Yes. Why is it written by David Eden and Jeremiah Callahan with Alan Briggs? Why is it not David Eden, Jeremiah Callahan, and Alan Briggs? I bet he – I bet Alan – my boy Alan like wrote one chapter. I still think he deserves his name in bold. <laughs> it's kind of rude that his name's way smaller than everybody else's, but we will move past that. But Axis, <laughs> if you actually have an answer for that, you should hit us up and we'll yeah, yeah, talk we'll, about it next week. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe give us a couple free books and we'll give Alan a bigger shout out. So <laughs> um, we're in chapter eight. We've been going through this summer this book and talking mainly about. How do parents continue to have a conversation with their kid um, that's a teen, you know, sixth graders through the rest of their lives that is a way of shepherding, pointing their kid to Jesus through all of the cultural changes that are constantly happening in today's society? Those can often be scary, often be, often be overwhelming, and trying to provide parents some little helpful insights, reminders, encouragements to keep having conversations, keep talking, keep listening, keep growing knowing that your kids are listening even when they you know, seem like they're just shutting you out. And hopefully they'll be able to remember some things that you kind of guide them and tell them. But most importantly, they'll remember that you love them and that That's they right. can trust you in, in anything that is going on in their lives. So yeah. we're kind of just going to go through this chapter. So, you know, Josh, you said early on in the chapter, something kind of stuck out to you. And I think this can kind of be the basis of our conversation today in some ways. So do you want to talk a little bit about what you mm-hmm. you yeah. kind of saw on page 89? Yeah, this this family, the son was messaged about a friend who was uh, wanting to kill himself. And through the conversation that the, the son had with his parents, it says that they, the parents, lifted the burden off of his shoulders. And kind of one of the things I was thinking about was just like how, you know, these conversations that we're encouraging parents to have aren't just so you can keep tabs on your kids, mm-hmm. but it, it really is a way of helping your kids who really, I, I mean, they're Im- a lot of them are immature. They don't, mm-hmm. they just don't have a lot of life experience and they don't know how to process some of these things. I mean, this is a 10 year old boy whose friend 
is wanting to kill himself. It's like, how do you process that as a 10-year-old? So for a parent to view these conversations as, it's not just so I can keep tabs on you, but it's also so I can help lift the burden of some of these things and help you know that I'm I'm here for you. I can walk through this with you. Um, This, it doesn't just have to be something you have to do by yourself. I think that's huge. I think that was a really good reminder even this morning when Josh brought up that point is just this idea. I mean, we talk to a lot of kids and a lot of parents fairly often, and it's a good reminder that they are carrying a lot of burdens often. And I feel like as leaders or as parents, it can be easy, yeah, to kind of just see your kids as someone you're keeping tabs of, you're trying to make sure they don't make any big mistake that's going to ruin their life, and you're just getting them place to place. And you forget that they're probably you know, having to consider and process through conversations of more weight than maybe you're even having to like process or work through, um, you know, conversations about suicide, depression, anxiety are very regular in the life of a teenager. It's a very common. They've probably talked to multiple friends about those types of issues, conversations about sexuality and gender, politics, war, economics, like all these things that are they are seen probably more than you because they're probably on their phones more than you are. And they're surrounded by groups of people that are constantly talking and working through and evaluating um, life. And those things weigh down people. Top that with sin. Top that with secrets that they're probably holding, things they don't want to share, things they're personally dealing with, heartache, broken relationships, bullying, all of those things that are also going on in their lives, there's a lot of burdens that they are carrying on their own. And as a parent, it's helpful to, I think, go into a conversation with the mindset of, I want to help alleviate some burdens from my kid to help them walk through life easier and help them walk through life in a way that they can work through and process and critically think when you're not around and when you're not there in order to make um, better decisions and know how to, you know, just consider all the different things that are going on. So the book kind of breaks that down um, with always conversations and now conversations or now conversations and always conversations and kind of talks about it as like, Hey, there's things that are going on right now in your kid's life and they'll be gone in a week or a month. And maybe even they'll be gone tomorrow. And those are just very trendy things that come, go, and can be hard for parents to keep up with and know what's going on because it's changing rapidly. We're in a um, viral society right now where things very quickly blow up and then they very quickly go (laughs) away. And that can be very overwhelming for parents and for leaders to know how to process and deal with. So. Josh, um, with the now conversations, mm-hmm. what's important about having now conversations? If it's just going to come up today and be gone tomorrow, why should parents even try to stay up to date or keep up to date? Because if it's gone tomorrow, it's not all that important in the grand scheme of things. I think it's important because like your kids are like dealing with it now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it, it is impacting them in some way. Um, and so to to try to care about some of those things. Again, it's super overwhelming because of the speed at which it yeah. 
comes up and dies down but like anything that it like has an input I, I keep thinking of inputs like what anything that has a, a voice in your kid's head like what whether it's like good or bad or anything like I mean as a parent I would want to know just to be relational with my kid just mm-hmm. to learn them and grow and knowing them mm-hmm. um i think i think that's a huge thing for the now conversations yeah and the now conversations which are things that that come up currently right away maybe go away but sometimes they stick around too we never have any it's hard to tell what is going to kind of stick in society yes. or what's going to continue to impact mm-hmm. you know months down the road and some of these things, they look like they're just going to come and go, and then they come and they stay. Right. And it's important in that context as well, I feel like, to be trying to understand the why is, that this, why is this like such a big deal right now? Yeah. Why did this blow up? Right. What, is, what is this saying about our society? What is this saying about student culture? What is the agenda behind this thing that's coming up into my student's life in order to be able to kind of love and, and shepherd? And we'll get in the next section it kind of talks about the cloud of voices where you're going on i think that's really really impactful Mm. we'll get there in a second um yeah then uh josh you want to explain what an always conversation is yeah so the those are the conversations that like no matter what time period you lived in like these are things to talk about so that's uh sex that's money that's friendship though it's like all those kind of like always conversations that Mm -hmm. it's like maybe your great grandparents had with your grandparents that had with your parents that had with you. So it's like those things don't really change. Maybe some of the context changes, but the actual topics don't really change. Yeah. And what I, what I think is beneficial. So maybe as a parent, like just writing down, what are the things that are most important to talk about with your kid before they leave your household? Yeah. You know, just like the large topics. And then, it can be hard to figure out like how do I even step into one of those conversations? Like if it's sexuality, purpose, justice, like morality, this is all the different things it's talking about. I think if you know, like the different conversations you want to have, then when things in the now come up, you can find ways to direct it into a lifelong conversation. For sure. So if you know, you want to talk about money with your kid and how to best um, use money. Yeah. And I just watched the other day on Netflix. It's called Billionaires Explained. It's like mm. this whole series called Explained. Yeah. Basically, it's like very large topics and they explain it in like a 23-minute video. It's actually pretty cool. Nice. Some of them like you parents probably would completely disagree with. Some right. of the different things. Some of the things I disagree with. But anyway, I watched it the other day. And it's like, oh, so money. I could watch that with my kid and then talk about money and finances over this now thing. It's just a TV yeah. show on Netflix. But then I can use it to step into a deeper conversation or justice. You know, something Mm -hmm. comes up that is not going to be remembered in two days about some rapper that is going to jail for something that he did. And they're talking about it. It's like, oh, I can use that to then shape a conversation around justice and kind of stepping into now conversations, shaping them into larger conversations. And then you can weave in and weave out over time in a non like intimidating way where it's like, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about money, which sometimes you should do. Sure. Um, but it's more helpful if you already have a whole backlog of like smaller conversations that you've had to then when you sit down, you already have all this context that you can build upon that you've been laying foundations for, for a period of time. And it's easier to kind of step into those harder yeah. conversations. Yeah. I love that. And 
one of the things I was thinking about um, the now conversations, there's the virality of things, cultures constantly changing and morphing and shifting. And I think because of that, your kids are just being exposed to more and more things. So those always conversations actually probably need to happen younger and younger. Mm-hmm. Um because it's like, I mean, I, the example at the beginning was a 10-year-old kid dealing with suicide. Yeah. It's just like, what the, like, thinking about those things, not every kid is going to have the same level of exposure, but just know as a whole, the level of exposure is going, is getting younger and younger. So having the always conversations and trying to, like, have them younger and younger is probably wise. Yeah, yeah I was just talking to a parent about this the other day. They were bringing this up. And just the idea that parents are almost, and youth leaders probably, and me, yes, yeah. are almost always behind yeah. on every serious topic. Yes. Like, yes. We're, we're always the second voice or the third voice or the fourth voice to step into a conversation with our kid. Yep. And that is probably a scary thing for parents to consider, but you know, hopefully that is motivation to be like, Oh, you can't be too early on these conversations yeah. because you're going to want to have it before their friend at school or before they've come across something on the internet or before, you know, they're at a friend's house and they hear their parents talking about it. Like, mm-hmm you're going to want to get to be the first voice or they're going to be like, why did my, like, why is my parent not talking to me about this? Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the back of their head, they may not say that, but it's like, oh, maybe this is like a secret thing that like we don't talk about, you know? So I feel like it, that is a, a hard thing and an important thing for parents to keep considering. It's like, how do I be first on topics of relevance? Because most likely my kid already knows about it and right. I'm already coming in late. I'm playing yes. catch up. So yes. if you have young kids, you know, this is your encouragement. Start now. For sure. If you have older kids, Okay, maybe you're behind already, but doesn't mean you can't step into it and speak into it. Exactly. You know, now. Exactly. So. 100%. Um, this next next little piece, we already kind of talked about a little bit, but it's talked just about the cloud of voices and just the difficulties that come alongside parenting, which I am still uh, not a parent and do not completely able to relate with. You know, I've talked to parents and I, I just consider like, Wow, that is really, really hard. And I was just talking to parents the other day and sitting down, it's like, geez, I know what it's like to have someone lie to my face, like Mm -hmm. a close friend and work through it with a close friend. But that is only amplified when it's your child. It's like, think about, okay, I know what it's like to see a friend go and make a really hurtful decision and see them mess up their life and me try to love them and help them and guide them back. But then when that's a kid who I've been raising for a long time Mm -hmm. doing that, like, it's like, man, that, that is very very difficult and very very hard and it breaks my heart um so this kind of section just kind of relates with that a little bit yeah and just talking about like yes it is hard but the spirit empowers you to do hard things and you know you're gonna sin and you're gonna mess up and you're gonna say things to your kids that you wish you could take back and but there's always redemption and there's always reconciliation and there's forgiveness and in those moments are opportunities to share the gospel again like when you when you jacked it up bad when you Mm -hmm. screwed it up bad is an opportunity to come to your kid and show another piece of the gospel by how you you know humble yourself by how you lay down your sin by how you remember the lord's grace for you it's like even you know that's the cool thing about god is even our sin he can use as ways of showing his love and his grace you know to our kids or to your kids um 
I don't know. Do you yeah, have anything it, that you want to? I think that just breaks down walls um, when you do that. And like, I I think you know the line parenting teens is hard. It's like yeah, uh, one of the things I've been thinking about is one reason why it's hard is just because like the older your kid gets, the more decisions they're making, the more responsibility they're getting. And when you see them making more decisions that in a way that's like not good, it can get really scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's hard because you actually care about your kids and you want to love them you want them to make good decisions and when you see them making this trajectory when, when they're on a trajectory of making bad decisions and they're one year closer to getting out of your house and out of under your authority it's like that can be scary um and so i i think the on page 93 it, this is just an encouragement it's not to belittle that it's not to negate that it's a and don't forget this. You and your teen are not the only two parties involved in the equation. God is active here. God is in the midst of all these questions in the conversation. And so just like, I think I'm always like more emboldened, I guess, and encouraged when I remember that like, it's not up to me to say all the right words. It's not up to me to be the first to have the conversation if I know that I'm being faithful to have the conversation yeah. um, and, and to just try to show the love of Jesus to uh, to my kids. And the Holy Spirit works. Um, maybe not now. Maybe, maybe in 10 years from now. Um, but he, he's most certainly doing something in your heart if, if you're a believer. So I, I yeah. just he's a major player in this, and I don't think we often uh, give God enough credit um, for what's going on. Yeah, I, that line says, God may be doing something below the surface that you're not even aware of. Right. And again, like we very we see a very little amount of what God is doing in a kid's life. And they're only going to share with you a little amount of what he's doing in their life. And he's doing all sorts of other things. Yeah. And he's he's working in different ways that you may not be aware of. And when you see your kid at their absolute worst, it may be the absolute best thing for them. You know, mm-hmm. like it may be finally, you know, all these things are coming to the surface. They're being revealed in all these ways. And that's like the most overwhelming moment probably for you. But in some ways, it may be the best moment you're going to have yeah. in your parenting time with your kid. And that can be kind of a hard thing to consider in the moment uh, is that, wow, when my kid is absolutely at their worst, maybe the Lord is finally doing something like mm-hmm. really cool in their life that I've been unaware of. Right. And this is now an opportunity to speak directly into their heart. This is now an opportunity to have um, conversations that will be memorable because of how strenuous the situation is at the moment. And the last line of the chapter is don't let fear scare you away from conversation. Yeah. I mean, that that's all throughout scripture. That's all throughout life. That's um, with your coworkers, with your friends, with your children, with your community group, yeah. with your spouse. Like, you know, that's, that's an, an essence of, of a lot of things. And very often we let fear scare us away from conversations when just like what you're saying, the most important part is just opening our mouth and speaking and allowing the spirit to work. And even if we jumble up our words and we mess them up, you know, hopefully it's the heart that they can hear 
And even if you mess up some of your vocabulary when you're talking to your kid about some difficult aspect that you don't even know really how to work around, you know, hopefully it's their heart, your heart that they hear and your heart that they acknowledge, depending upon how you enter into those different, you know, conversations and levels of conversations. So I guess, you know, the, the takeaway from this chapter is remembering that the Lord's always doing a crazy ton of things, you know, in the world and you're seeing a very small aspect of it. Yeah. Remembering that your kids are being influenced by all sorts of different things, which you probably already know and it probably already scares you and overwhelms you. But then taking that a step further, think, okay, how can I alleviate burdens for my kids this week? How can I take something off their shoulders or maybe not take it off their shoulders, but walk alongside them yeah. with them so they don't feel like they're having to process all these things by themselves. Yeah. And even if they don't seem to want to process it with you, still help them process it or still yeah. let them know that you are there for them yes. if they ever want to talk about it. Right. Um, and even if they don't talk to you about it, at least they know, okay, my parent did want to walk sure. you know, with me just like the Lord wants to walk with us. And, you know, it connects to the sermon like Dave Warren's the other day is nah. like talking about um, God seeing us in our mess and like God's with us in our mess. And, you know, we can know that God's with us in our mess, but you know, a way that your kid can see that God's with them in their mess is by knowing that their parent is with them in their mess. Um, And trying to take that into your day-to-day conversations, both in things that come and go and seem insignificant. And then both in things that are lifelong, uh, transcending culture, transcend, transcending time, mm-hmm. conversations of biblical truth and worldview and things that, you know, are going to keep changing. And well, not those things are going to be keep changing. How the voices sure. and culture talk about it will continue to change. Right. And we have to keep bringing it back to things that are unchanging, which that's is God sure. and his word and his gospel. So, yep. yeah, that's, that's kind of all I got it's great. for this chapter. It's Parents, great. we love you. We're thankful for you. We also want to help you walk alongside your kids in these conversations. So if you ever need anything, please reach out to us and we would love to give our limited, helpful, you know, input as much as we can to help you love and disciple your kids. So yeah, peace out. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the couch time podcast. We'd love it if you would take a moment and leave us an honest five-star rating. Let us know what you thought about the podcast and let us know if there's any topics you would like us to cover. You can comment below or email us at podcast at graceky.org.